And welcome to the Challenge Solutions Podcast. My name is Caitlin. I'm joined by Colin Macy. And today we're going to be talking about games. Before we get started, I just want to quickly apologize if you notice a drastic difference in our sound quality. Uh, one of our team members left their mic at home and <clears throat> listen, Linda. Trying to compensate by using earbuds. So apologies for that. But hopefully it's not that terrible. It was uh, an accident. Yes, yeah, she's very, very sorry. <laughs> Aww, Does that thanks, make it Cole. better? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, to kick us off, Cole, why don't you tell us about the most inaccessible, blindy, unfriendly game experience you've ever had? Alrighty, this one actually started... Uh... Uh, the first time I ever heard of it was in theater. Um, it was a big theater game that a lot of people would play. Um, and we kind of had ways to try to adapt it. I played it, well, a lot of people played it a lot back in um, my dorm last year. But if you've ever heard of the game Signs. Oh, um, that does not sound good. <laughs> you ever heard of it? <laughs> That's off to a bad start. No, yeah. I, I've never heard of it. That but sounds really terrible. <laughs> no, so here, here's the way it works. All right, you've got, you've got one... Uh, one person in the middle of a circle and everyone is around in the circle and everybody like gives themselves a sign. Okay. So like you'll have somebody sign be like, I don't know, uh, like a silent clap where they like, or something like that. And that's, that's the sign that's attributed to them. Right. Or you might have somebody, I don't know, do like a salute and that's their sign. Right. And so here's what happens. There is one person is designated to start with basically an invisible ball, if you will. Okay. Okay. And the person in the middle is trying to find out who has this invisible ball. Okay. Okay. And so to pass it, what you do is you silently, non-verbally will, if you have the ball, you do somebody else's sign to them that's how you pass it right okay. so like if if macy's sign was a salute i would like lock eyes with macy and do a salute that would be how i pass it okay oh man macy for you to catch it you have to notice that and do the salute back at me to verify that you have caught the ball okay okay and then to pass it to somebody else you know you pass it to caitlin by giving her a thumbs up okay Right. And so you have to do this all behind the back of the person in the middle who's like, you know, circling around, you know, standing in one place, you know, looking around them to try to see who has it or whatever. So the game is very fun <laughs> and a lot of people like it, but there's really not a good way to adapt it for me unless like in my I had my theater director who like sat behind me over my shoulder and was like, now so and so like, okay, do your side, do your side now, now, now. <laughs> and so, as you can imagine, it was not the best uh, accommodation for that kind of oh, game. But awful. yeah, but it was really funny though. What we would do is we would just start with me having it, and then I'd just never pass it, and they would just never be able to guess who had it, uh, which was really funny. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Or I'd mess with people by doing fake signs by like clapping at them and they'll be like, huh? huh? And look at me or whatever. Uh, but that's about all I could do. <laughs> oh man. So uh, there you go. That's uh that's probably the most inaccessible game that I've made a true attempt to play. Lovely. Oh <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds that sounds really that bad. sounds like an experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was definitely not the best, especially when it was like my first time being in a dorm with a bunch of people, but uh, it's all good. Uh, Caitlin, how about you? So uh, probably the most truly inaccessible experience that I've ever had is trying to play ninja with my class. <laughs> oh. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah. Granted, my class wasn't great at including me to begin with, but ninja also relies heavily on observing other people. I yeah, don't even it's fully, like the whole thing. Yeah, I don't 
fully understand how ninjas even played because no one ever did a decent job explaining it to me, but uh, I cannot. So, what grade is this? Uh, like ninth grade. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. They said let's play ninja, and I said what's ninja, and they tried to explain it, and I didn't want to be like I can't, but. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> so, like, I don't really know a way that you could make that no, work at no. all. No, I casually left the room. <laughs> Unless everybody maybe wear beeping bracelets. Well, also, if someone just, like, maybe yelled, like, Caitlin, left arm, when someone was, like, going for your left arm, mm-hmm. right. then you would know to, like, move it in some way. But you'd have to get kind of lucky with your guessing. Yeah. Right? You don't know which way to move. And plus, reaction times is always way slower than people think. Yeah. They'll be like, left arm, and someone's already hit you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I was thinking. Maybe maybe like uh, beeping bracelets. Possibly. What was that? That that was a car alarm. <laughs> outside. Beeping bracelets. Beep. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny. Yeah. Perfect timing. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. That game is, and for those who don't know, as I understand it, so the you take a you take a ninja pose. And then everybody takes turns making basically kind of one movement and they try to swipe at one of your hands. You have two hands and those are like your two lives. And if somebody hits your hands, hand, you lose that hand. And that's, then you're down to one life. And if somebody hits both of your hands, you're out. Um, oh, you don't so, play with legs? No, I've never played with legs. Play oh, God. With legs. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. And then when someone hits like one of your legs, you have to stand on one foot. Oh, that's like next level. Okay. I haven't played mm-hmm. in years. Apparently that's what all the cool kids do nowadays. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, that sounds yeah. even worse. So yeah, that was, that was pretty bad. And then I've also had a lot of terrible experiences with people just not modifying games that involve throwing things at other things. Like, yeah, that, those games are pretty easy to modify. If you put a sound source in whatever you're trying to throw at, or if someone just directs you, but when people don't direct you, uh, sometimes you throw water balloons at your preacher. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. How far off did you have to be to nail your preacher? Uh, well, he was, so this was at vacation Bible school one year. I used to do that every year. And uh, there was a, one of the Bible school teachers was in charge of me, but he did not direct me efficiently. And I think he might've been hoping I would hit the preacher, honestly. Maybe he was directing you towards the preacher. Possibly. But the preacher was like walking through where we were. You hit a moving target? I did. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. And he said, throw whenever you're ready. And I just reared back and threw because like I was gung ho. What were you throwing that. at? Uh, I don't even know. Honestly, <laughs> are you sure this wasn't like a concerted like team effort to like? No, I'm not sure. I think we were throwing at a bucket. Okay, but, but yeah, I was I threw it and it was like a good solid overhand throw and nailed him in the back. Honestly, I think that's more impressive than actually getting it into a bucket, hitting a moving target like. That's- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. I was pretty proud of myself. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's definitely something to be proud about. Yeah, he saw one of the other kids that just in, like, oh, uh, no. <laughs> now yeah. he, can't, he can't be mad, though. Turn around and be like, oh, okay. Yeah, he thought one of them had, like, specifically aimed at him, and then he turned around and he goes, Caitlin, did you throw that? And I went, <laughs> did I hit you? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's yeah. an incredible interaction. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So awkward. I was like 11 or 12 too. So I was horrified. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think that like any situation where you're throwing things at things, but said things aren't making noises is really bad. And there yeah. are just like a number of, of terrible situations ways go wrong. Of- uh, specifically, I have a like carnival games. Uh, oh, yeah. Ooh, those yeah. are fun. Although one time I did sink someone in the dunking booth. Nice. Um, so that was funny. But it's really funny because the running joke is that I have surprisingly good aim. Yeah. Because uh, like I'll just like throw things at people and hit them. 
or yeah. like like stuff like that but i feel like those games are like frustrating even bago if you're playing it with the wrong people like it can be just totally. like Ugh. yeah when it comes to uh to games like that we always put a uh like a bluetooth speaker behind and that's where we play our music from behind the board um and then i'll I'll still get some yeah and then i'll get some direction from my partner who's like over you know by that board or whatever Mm because you're the way you throw back and forth and so um yeah i mean i've been able to do pretty well i had a round where i got two in the hole on the same round which was nuts it's going crazy yeah it's all muscle memory really once you like line up in the same spot so mine is (laughs) kind of general i guess you guys were too but can we talk about kahoot because that's a good one yeah Mm -hmm. i think that we talked about this a little bit in some of our like school podcasts and our other podcasts but there are like friend groups who will just like get together and like play random kahoots yeah and like i cannot like we cannot and it doesn't matter if you like read the question because by the time you read the question and all the answers there's no way i can get it because yeah. someone always like is trying to get theirs done first well, or it's, it's, it's like stuttering mm-hmm. yes or it's like <laughs> the one person who's like the worst reader starts reading the questions and like i'm not a good reader not to like you know shame anyone who's not that good of a reader but like right maybe don't like volunteer like, to read the look, question we're on a we're on crunch time here we can't have yeah. you stuttering over, the, over <laughs> words <laughs> Yeah, also a lot of them now will have like pictures like at an event I went to this year, I there were cahoots and one of the questions was just who is this? And it was a picture. And I was like, <laughs> well darn. Oh, also charades. Oh yeah. Oh charades. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just by nature, it's literally about as not blind friendly as it can get. Yeah. All right, so now do we want to move on to talk about video games and our experiences with those kind of in general, accessible, inaccessible? I love Wii's. <laughs> yeah? Yes. I, so obviously a lot of video games are really inaccessible because they require you to, you know, see, see the, the screen, screen. Yeah. and like interact with things on the screen. But the Nintendo Wii, man, that is where it's at because... Okay. All you have to know, it's all, like, movement-based. So if someone else, like, navigates the menus, and even sometimes you can navigate the menus by yourself if you know, like, which arrow keys and which buttons to push. But even if you have someone else do that, like, all you have to know is how to move and which buttons to push. Example, I am a pro at Wii Sports Bowling. Like, actually, I'm really good. Can beat, like, I don't want to say anyone. I don't want to get, like, super cocky, but, like, it's, I definitely have at least three or four strikes in any given game of Wii Sports yeah, I mean, Bowling. That's, yeah, that, that makes sense. I've actually never played Wii Bowling since I lost my vision, so that's an interesting really? I'm also really good at Wii Bowling. I'm actually really good at all the Wii Sports games. Except baseball. I'm really no, bad at baseball. No, I can play baseball. baseball. I'm, I'm pretty good at baseball. Not fabulous, but pretty good. Right. Well, then you don't have a brother who always throws, like, the balls in the different ways. Yeah, I do. Because oh. there are, like, there are buttons you can hit, and then you never know which way the like, because you have to look to see if the ball is going to be, like, a curveball or, like, a screwball. No, there's a know. way to hold the controller where you always get it. Oh. Well, I mean, I guess, to some extent, yeah. But all the other ones, um, yeah, are, are, like, really good. Also, Just Dance for the Wii, I, like, memorized a bunch of them. I actually, <laughs> it was, like, 3 a.m. Uh, on my senior prom night. And okay. me and a bunch of my friends came back to my house. And my friend Jacob uh, was like, I've never lost at Just Dance. And I was like, I bet I can beat you at Just You're Dance. Like, I'm changing that tonight. That's hilarious. Yes. And he was so confident that he would win. He goes, I'll even let you pick the song. And I said, <gasps> okay. Over. Yeah, I picked a song that I've had memorized for like the past 10 years and can do like perfectly. Right. And on the Wii, you don't have to be exactly right. It's not like on the Xbox Connect games where like right. you have to do everything right. As long as you have the general movement down, you're going to get the points. So I beat him. And then I beat him again because <laughs> he was like, do nice. over. And so, yeah, I am very pro Wii. I think obviously there are some games that you can't really do like anything that involves like pointing the arrow and like 
or like, you know, really watching the screen. I, I did kind of memorize some of the Mario Kart maps, but no, well, that's still kind of hit or miss. <laughs> um, right. But like Wii Sports, golden. I love Wii Sports and Just Dance. Love Just Dance. Uh, some other video games. Dice World is awesome. <laughs> yeah, we love Dice World. I haven't played it in a while, but it is extremely accessible. Mm-hmm. Pretty much you can get a bunch of sightlings to play it with you. And, you know, no one has an unfair advantage. Um, and there's like a bunch of different games. There's like Yahtzee, there's Farkle, there's Threes, there's, uh, what else is it? Pig? pig. Oh, Pig. <laughs> <laughs> there are a bunch of games, but it even has like tutorials to teach you how to play. And I mean, it's, it's really, really accessible. I mean, it's awesome. Yeah. And Dice World is one of the few games where like, uh, as you kind of pointed out, like it's super, super accessible for blind people, but it also is good for sighted people. Like a lot of games that are specifically trying to be accessible, which this one is, are yeah. just like, oh, we're just going to put like text on the screen. And so then sighted people, so like, they, they don't want to play that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But Dice World is super good and super like. Well, a lot of people love Yahtzee, you know what I mean? And like, it's, it's set up in a way that visually makes sense, but you can also do it with the screen reader, with voiceover and stuff. And um, yeah, I mean, it's awesome. And there's actually, there, there, there's a ton of people because you can match with like random people online. And, you know, I've met a couple of other blind people just from across the, across the world uh, because mm-hmm. it's a huge uh, game in the blind community. So, yes, uh, it was really funny. I was at uh, Guiding Eyes, you know, and I had my class when I was getting uh, my guide dog. And right. uh, I heard, I heard one of uh, my fellow uh, classmates, I guess, her, uh, her phone go off with a dice world notification hey. it was like the little roll and i was like oh my gosh yes. do you play dice world she was like uh yeah and i was like bro i will take you down in some yahtzee uh, <gasps> and so uh we've been playing since then so but yeah i mean it's really cool that's great also uh trivia crack trivia crack was one of those games until until they started adding all the picture questions and then it was just like not fun oh. anymore because if you get a picture question, then you just like automatically lose. But in the good old days, Trivia Crack was fully accessible and there were no pictures and it was I great. I didn't even know that. I just, I never even actually looked into Trivia Crack. I would love that. Yes, Trivia it's Crack good. It's fabulous. Yeah. So secret for uh, everyone who has an Apple Watch though, if you play Trivia Crack from your Apple Watch, you don't get any picture questions. I think Whoa. just because the screen is small. So that's oh, what I do. That's yes. sick. I had no idea. Well, now I need to do that. Yes, it's great. There are some things you can't do from the watch, like I think bonus rounds or something. Also, keep in mind, I haven't done this in forever, so it might have updated. But last I checked, uh, there were no pictures and it was super nice on the watch, except for the fact that the watch would like sleep if you move your wrist the wrong way right. in the middle of well, a question. That's just normal Apple Watch stuff. I've played it with the watch recently and there are still no picture questions on there. Awesome. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Love that. No, no, and I, I need to think it's bonus rounds that you can't do on the watch. Yes, I, I agree. I think it does cool. kill your battery though. So if you need your watch for anything, keep that in mind. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, another one. And we actually, I don't remember if we mentioned this on our, on a couple podcasts ago or not. Um, but there is an accessibility extension for the website Wordle. Yes. Um, that uh, you guys actually told me about. And I downloaded that and got that set up. And I have been playing Wordle nonstop since. Um, yeah. And it's really awesome. Um, it's like a huge thing right now. And I really like it because it's like, uh, you know, a lot of sightlings are, uh, are playing it. And so it's really nice to be able to play a game that's popular like that with everybody else and be able to kind of keep up with that trend. Um, we'll put the accessibility link instructions in the show notes. Yeah, for sure. Yes. And if you don't know what Wordle is, because it is, it's kind of a newer thing, or at it's least it's new. recently started getting more popular. Um, it's like an online word game where you get a word every day and it's five letters. And basically you start by guessing a five letter word and uh, it'll tell you if the letters in the word you guessed are in the, the word for the day or and if they're in the place where they uh, appear in the actual word. And so you use those clues to figure out like basically what the word is in as few guesses as possible. It's really fun and I love it. it. And 
it's also one of those things, again, we talk about this so much where like, it's a topic of conversation. Like people will be standing in the hallway, like, I can't figure out the wordle. And you can be like, oh my gosh, this one took me five tries or really? Or it's like, dude, I got this one three. Yeah. 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 And so it's super, I don't know, in my opinion, just a good thing to do. Just so like, again, you have the social context of what everyone else is doing and Thank you to whoever made the accessibility extension yes, because seriously. it Huge is nice. fantastic. And what it does is so visually for the sighted people when they play, they enter in their word. If the letter is there, like in the word, but not in the right spot, it's like yellow. And then if it's there in the right spot, it's green. And then if it's if the letter is just not in the word at all, it's uh, like a gray, it's grayed out or whatever. And so with the accessibility um like the screen reader function going it basically it'll say the letter is present so it has like a keyboard like a qwerty keyboard that shows up on your screen and it'll say like whatever letter you typed in as present or it'll say correct or absent and so those are the kind of the way it changes the green yellow and gray thing yes there are also some other games that are more specifically for people who are blind but also happen to be like kind of visually okay, but sightlings don't really play them. I got a couple of my friends into them. Mm-hmm. Um, Crafting Kingdoms is one I played a few years ago. Okay. Um, and it's basically like one of those classic like kingdom building games where you have to start by like cutting down trees yeah, and then okay. like you have to like make the wood and then you use the wood to make like something else. And then Houses you- and- I- yeah i haven't played it in a really long time but it was really accessible and it was pretty fun but then like definitely not as high quality as something like you know clash of clans or something that the sighted people would play there was also like i think it was called like capitalist adventures or something okay which was like you start out with like a lemonade stand and you have to fun Yes, you have to like make your lemonade and you have to like tap every time to make one and then like you can build up and you can have it become automatic and um uh, yeah you and build you- up your and then you can like take over the moon and then you can take <laughs> over Mars. Uh and that one actually I got quite a few of my sighted friends into that one. That one was pretty good. Capitalist Adventures. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I can try to put links to all these in the show notes if you want. Yeah, totally. Yeah, we can definitely link all those in the show notes. I got a few people into Solara, but I don't think that one exists anymore. But I don't know what that is. Oh, man. It was Better Crafting Kingdom. It was so fun. <laughs> I oh. miss it. But I think it, like, I don't think they were making enough money to keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it went under, so. Yeah, I'm not sure, honestly. Because <laughs> we're college kids. Like, I don't have time to play games anymore. The Wordle every day is about as far as I go. <laughs> right. I play so, Wordle every day and Dice World when I'm bored with, like, one friend. Yep. Yeah. And yes. Trivia Crack when I'm needing mindless entertainment. I have one friend that I still play Trivia Crack with on a regular basis. So Nice. That's always nice. Yeah. So anyway, hopefully all these things are still alive and well. Right. Yeah. No, no Trivia Crack definitely is. Uh, right I crafting mean, like, kingdom ca- definitely is oh okay yeah because right. i've seen updates for that on apple Viz. i have no idea about capitalist adventures i forgot that it existed until you said that but that one was really good uh do we want to move on to like board slash card games kind of those you know sit around in a circle and play type thing yeah i'm good yeah. with that does everybody have a favorite board game that they play with sightlings i'm a big chess mm. guy i love chess Oh, I love chess. Chess, um, and I used to be really, really into Monopoly when I was younger. I, oh, yeah, I like Monopoly. I don't have time to play Monopoly now. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. the thought of actually playing a full Monopoly game to its conclusion just sounds terrible at right. this point in my life. But I used to love it as a child. So if you've got a young blind child, definitely get Braille Monopoly and introduce them to it. No one ever played Monopoly with me because it took so long. My <laughs> right. grandma did. Oh, another board game that i don't know if there actually is a braille version or not but i don't i don't we don't ever use one is uh settlers of catan 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 i've never played it i don't know what that is (gasps) what so best way i can explain this is there are a bunch of little 
hexagon like tile things okay and each of these have a picture on them but it's not too important okay uh and there are five different resources you've got rock sheep wheat wood and brick okay why sheep uh i don't know because it's sheep okay i guess um and so what you do is then on each of these and then the the big board itself is actually like a giant hexagon but it's got a bunch of little hexagons that go together like a big puzzle um and there is um these little thingies i guess these little circle thingies that go on top of each of those hexagon pieces and they have numbers on them okay and you will roll dice two dice and then whatever number is rolled correlates to the resources that the the numbers are on top of the hexagons that they're on okay okay and you start the game with uh you pick two you have two little settlements okay it's it's literally it's like this tiny little cute house piece okay and you put them in the corners okay of of these hexagons so we're like three hexagons meet each other okay um and then if any of the hexagon pieces the numbers that are next to your settlement are rolled then you get one of those resources okay um and so like you know a strategy is like you have eights and sixes those are the most popular rolled other than sevens and i'll get to sevens in a bit but basically you get these resources and then you have a card that you can just memorize it it's super simple where you can build roads so you can get to build more settlements and then you can end up building cities. And then if you have a city, you get two of every resource that's rolled instead of just one. Oh. Um, and so, and then there are a bunch of different ways you can get points and stuff like that. And there's a bunch of other intricacies into the game and stuff like that. But, it, it, you know, that's kind of just a basic overview, but it's actually really fun. And really, you can just play where, I think the way you're supposed to play it is where you have all your resources hidden. But you can honestly, because you can also trade with people and be like, hey, mm-hmm. I'll give you two wheat for a sheep. And then you can build a you know settlement or something like that. I don't know. Um, but you can play with your, you know, resources revealed uh, and then just, you know, you know, talk trades and stuff like that, just like you would in Monopoly or something like that. And so it's really fun. I've really enjoyed it. So. Yeah. And it sounds pretty accessible. Yeah. I mean, no, it's you basically just roll dice and, you know, you can kind of have, you know, somebody say, uh, which resources you're on although you'll probably end up remembering what numbers are what eventually uh, mm-hmm. for you that, that associate for you but yeah no it's really cool i've confirmed that a braille version of this doesn't exist as far as one that you can just buy but there okay. is something on thingiverse uh, that is a 3d printer template so if you have a 3d printer you can make your own laser cut 3d printed thing wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, as long as, I mean, if you're playing with one site, like, you can play pretty efficiently and not really have to worry about it. Not really have to worry about spending extra money or anything like that. But yeah. Those are my favorite games. Yes, those are fabulous. Yeah, no, no, it's a good one. Um, And then I am a huge, huge card player. Mm -hmm. Um, I play all sorts of card games. I've made up my own card games that actually, like, in my biased opinion, are actually really fun. Um, and have really uh, taken off, especially like in uh, my dorm last year, I would just, I mean, there were people that were playing it without me, like just with each other. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and it was, uh, so it's really cool. So I, I yeah, yeah. I, Braille deck of cards must have. Also, do you guys know a reliable brand for Braille, like good Braille cards that have decent Braille in both corners yep. that can actually like sit on top of each other without sliding all over the place. Oh no, they, every single one of those is going to slide all over the place. <laughs> yep. All right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's just because the dots puff it up, but Braille Superstore has really good high quality uh, Braille and they even have on some of their games, a heavy plastic version. So if they get gross, you can wipe them clean and it's harder for people to press the dots down Right. Which is Mm. really nice. I'm going to plug Uno really quick, though. I've played so much Uno that I'm kind of sick of it at this point. But that's a really quick and easy game. No, totally. You need to, like, 
squeeze a crowd with a blind person. Also, you can get Braille cards at Target now, which is amazing. Sweet. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out to Target. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So one of my personal favorite games is actually one that I modified myself, but it was super easy. I love Exploding Kittens. Oh, I've heard of that. I've never played it. Yes, it's a card game. And basically, there are cards that represent exploding kittens. And there are cards that help you avoid the exploding kittens. And so your goal is not to be, not to draw an exploding kitten and not be able to diffuse it um, without going into too much detail. So you have to draw after every turn. um, And so... Yeah, if you draw an exploding kitten and you can't defuse it, then you die. But it's super simple because there are only like five or six different types of cards that you can get. And so what I did is just, I got Braille labels, but I think I'm actually going to peel all of those off in the near future and redo it with uh, Perkins. Okay. Um, but I just put the Braille labels on the back of the cards And I just had like one letter represent each type of card. And so like I had the X representing the exploding kittens and just like, you know, different letters so that it was super fast and easy. And that's all you really need to know. Um, And yeah, then you can play it just like anyone else. I love that game. And all my sighted friends love that game because apparently the cards are like super cute. Um, Nice. Yeah. So it's a lot of fun. Suggestion though. play with sighted people. Yeah, I messed up, though, when I did it, and I put my Braille labels on the backs of the cards, which is what I typically do, because um, I, like, find it easier to just put the cards face down on the table and read the backs, and if you're playing, like, Uno or something, there's so many different Braille cells that, like, no one's gonna memorize that. Right, yeah. Uh, But in Exploding Kittens, actually, one of my friends memorized the symbol that was the Exploding Kitten and then, like, (gasps) cheated. (laughs) So... Can't give sightlings any room. I know. So if you're going to braille them, put the braille on the the side of the card where the print is so that when you, they can't see what they're drawing. Um, Mistake that I won't make again. (laughs) But yeah, really fun game. Super easy to modify. I don't think a braille version exists yet, but like it took, I did it all in a day, like at school in between classes. So yeah. Awesome. Alrighty, uh, we want to move on to sports. Heck yeah. Uh, sure, yep. Let's talk about I sports. love Beeper Ball. Beeper Ball is awesome. I haven't played yes. it since I got a concussion <laughs> playing it. But, but it actually is really good and it is really safe. We were just not doing a smart thing that day. And by um, that, they mean putting the bases by walls. Well, it, well, playing indoors, I think, just in general. Yeah. Was, yeah. uh, a problem but anyways aside from that it's awesome i love it me and macy were on a team one summer and we destroyed everybody we were great yeah um and uh yeah no i I love beeper ball it's uh it's basically a semi-adapted form of baseball it's a little bit different from baseball there's no like second base and you hit off Um, a tee yeah you hit off a tee and obviously the ball beeps and the goal is uh, the bases buzz first and third will buzz and uh, once you hit it they'll you know they'll start one of the bases buzzing you have to listen to hear which one starts and then you have to run to that one and you have to touch the base before anybody in the outfield picks up the ball um, and so it's a it's a speed game and uh, it's really fun everybody in it is uh, blindfolded and yeah, I mean, it's awesome. It's one of, my, one of my favorite blind sports. Yeah. Yes, it is my favorite. I would love to get a bunch of my sighted friends together and play it. I, yeah, I want to blindfold all of them and then destroy everybody at Beeper Bowl. Yes. Awesome. Yeah, I, I think I that's can... something that sightlings could really enjoy. Oh, I'm not sporty. Like, <laughs> yoga is my sport. Nice. So I don't love Beeper Bowl, but one thing that I do really enjoy is goal ball, which is a blind uh, yep. sport. That one is super fun too. Um, if you're not familiar with it, I highly recommend that you try it out if you can find a group that's doing it because it's kind of hard to explain. But basically you have, uh, what is it, three to a team? 
Yeah, it's three on three. Yeah, three on three. So one person throws the ball towards you and uh, the other team is like laying on the floor in a really specific pose, trying to block the ball from going through. And if it gets through you, then the other team has scored a goal. Mm-hmm. So it's really fun and it's quieter than beaver ball. The goal ball has bells in it. Yeah, it's a so, big, huge ball that you like roll. Yeah, you're rolling it, not throwing it. So it's less intense and less like less noise overall, but it's kind of more strategic in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because like you can, if the faster you roll it, the louder it is. So it's easier for everybody on the other team to kind of hear it coming. Yeah. But the softer you roll it kind of the slower it is. So the more time people have the other team has to like kind of get in front of it. So it's, it's really cool. Like kind of strategic game and yeah, no, it's, it's awesome. I also really love that game. Uh, I actually have never played it, but I want to <gasps> so bad. It's a good one. It's a good one. It's a really good one. Yes. Also, something I've done with sighted people, and you guys might have mixed opinions on this, but like kickball. Okay. The joke in my senior class was that I should get the kickball award um, because okay. they would like, you know, roll the ball and you can hear the ball like rolling on the ground so it's Mm -hmm. not that hard to just like kick it especially if you get one with bells in it then it's like 10 times easier but then I just had like a buddy and we just like ran the base like my best friend Sarah in high school but then I've played it again in college with some other friends and someone will just like run with me around the bases and you can even like alternate so you just kind of have like a team and then like when you're in the field I um well with my class I just kind of stood there uh, which was less fun. But when I played it recently in college, I was the pitcher and like, I would just yell Marco and they would yell Polo and I would throw it. And then the fielders would do their thing. Yeah. And like anything that was involved throwing, like my quote unquote, like my buddy, my partner would catch it. If someone needed to throw it to the pitcher or something like that. But honestly, it was a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun every time I've played it. And like, it's soup. It's not like baseball. You don't have like huge things flying at your face or anything. Yeah. But uh, like a kickball is not going to hurt you that much if, if you do get hit with it. Yeah. And then just like running the bases, you know, I, I feel like it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, uh, I played it once at a, like a, during like a pep rally, they were doing a whole kickball thing and they were asking for volunteers. And so of course I like flicked my cane out and I was like over here. <laughs> so, so they called me down and uh, I ran with uh, one of the football players. He was my, my guide or whatever. We didn't roll it towards me. We stood it in front of me. And mm-hmm. We just had, had it sit there so I could kind of test where it was. And then I just booted the thing and then took Heck off. Yeah, uh, took off with my friend. But uh, being the pitcher is a great idea. I I might want because I'm paranoid. Somebody next to me to like swat it down if it's gonna get kicked right back at my face. Uh, but uh-huh. other than that, yeah, no kickball sounds great. I have traumatic experiences associated with kickball in oh, my no. uh, junior high PE <laughs> class because that oh. is almost all we did in there but you know with the right people under the right circumstances yes kickball is fabulous right (laughs) yeah well I think that's the thing like we we talk about this a lot when we talk about like more physically active activities with the right people like Mm -hmm. almost anything can be fun I mean I (laughs) there were some of my friends in high school that were trying to teach me how to shoot a layup um in our Uh gym layups are hard because you got to move while you do it yeah no I I didn't do it but it was fun (laughs) because I actually think I did end up hitting like one which I'm calling that a victory Um, also free throws but I've never hit a three a free throw (laughs) I switched a free throw and a three-pointer last Sunday took me like a couple hours but it was it sounded so beautiful when it went in I was so happy anyway so sorry it was awesome yeah no that's cool and like if you have the right people with you then a couple hours doesn't feel, you know, that Too long. Yeah. that bad. Also, if you get like basketballs that beep or not the beeping ones. The beeping ones suck. Don't get those. They don't bounce. If you get the ones with the bells, bells though, them. yeah. Yeah, those are the way to go. And then like you can work on like passing and dribbling and that can be a lot of fun and that's something that I do with other blind students uh some and it's just really enjoyable and also it's really good like you know, hand ear coordination. Hand ear coordination. I love it. I love it. Yeah. As in most most blindy sports. <laughs> yeah, honestly. 
also while we're on the subject of things that can kind of be done in like a high school PE class something that can be really good is jump rope don't oh yeah the ropeless jump ropes those things are bad Uh (laughs) ropeless jump ropes yes yeah it's like an electronic thing with like weights on the end that like counts your swings and it sounds good in theory but I really didn't like it because I I can swing a normal jump rope I'm actually a pretty good jump roper with a normal jump rope I didn't understand how to swing that thing like for some reason not having an actual rope between the two handles threw me off really bad and I looked so dumb trying to use that I didn't understand um which might be a me problem honestly no no it's not (laughs) okay good I would rather have an actual one just so I could know when I screwed up (laughs) by landing on my face oh it tells you when you screw it up oh yeah (laughs) yeah uh no but but it's more fun to like jump over that's way cool yeah but I like the ones that have like plastic beads between them that are they're like either weighted or they have just like things on them. Uh, we strung just washers on a regular jump rope, and I used that thing, and it got really really good at it. So for me, I would jump rope while the rest of the class played dodgeball. I don't recommend having your blind student do that while the rest of the students play something else. Get your right. whole PE class involved in jump rope and play some jump rope games if yeah. you're a PE coach because that can be super fun and everyone can have a good time. Uh, highly recommend that. I actually enjoyed jump rope. I just didn't enjoy being in a corner jumping rope while everybody else played dodgeball. <laughs> uh, also, I yeah. almost got hit with a dodgeball multiple times doing that. So. <laughs> but <Yes>. also, <laughs> another recommendation for PE teachers is to blindfold your entire class or half your class and leave the other class sighted and have them do an obstacle course with one person guiding and one person blindfolded. Oh, I love that. That's that a great idea. was the best day I ever had in PE. So that's awesome. Really good recommendation. Yeah, so back to the jump rope, I fully agree that the jump ropes that don't have the rope in the middle are not the way to go, because, like, to to have a student understand the concept of jump roping, and we did this actually last year with a blind student that I work with sometimes, um, and, like, we had one of the ropeless ones, but, like, it just, it wasn't clicking, but I think when you have an actual rope there, it makes so much more sense if you start by just, like, you know, Okay, bring the rope over your head, step over it, or jump over it. Bring it over your head, step over it, or jump over it. And then they yep. understand what's supposed to happen. And that made it so much easier, at least in this case, and definitely for me also, it sounds like for you too, Caitlin. To, I started to like, a regular jump rope and tried to switch to a ropeless one, and it just didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. I did too. Um, I never used a ropeless one. They're not fun. No. <laughs> and also, you just need the shame of that sucker hitting you in the front of the legs when you mess Ugh, up. Yeah, right? It's like, oh, damn. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the back of the legs. Yeah. Uh, but no, jump roping, highly recommend. Also, uh, blind people definitely can do double dutch. Absolutely. So, yeah. Uh, I had people who were afraid to let me do double dutch, and I'm like, I don't understand why, because you can still hear the rope hitting the ground before... Uh-huh. It gets to you, so that's the thing. Uh, also, hula hooping. Hula hooping is good. I can't oh, actually yeah. hula hoop, but a I lot of blind students love, love hula okay hooping. It. I have a weighted hula hoop, which I didn't actually get to hula hoop with. I got it to help me with uh, yoga and qigong postures. <laughs> and uh, turns out I really like hula hooping with that thing, except sometimes it hits me really hard and I have bruises around <laughs> my hips now. So, um, <laughs> know that that's a thing that will happen, but it's actually super fun. When I was a kid, I was a master hula hooper. I don't know what happened now, but I suck at it. But... <laughs> I was so good. Like I would be like jumping up and down while I'm doing my hula hoops. I'd be like going like all the way down to where like, I'm like almost squatting down entirely. Or I'd like, like walk around while I'm hula hooping. I used to be so good at it. And I don't know what happened. I wasn't that Uh, good, but I used to be pretty good at it. Now I'm not fabulous, but I still can. I have never been good at it. But interestingly enough, Caitlin's weighted hula hoop I can actually hula hoop with that way better than 
any other. Yeah, it's a lot easier. So if you have a student who is struggling with that, um, and I guess this really could go for, because there are a lot of sighted people that can't hula hoop either. But I think for me, it's also just like understanding exactly what needs to happen and how it needs to feel. So like maybe if you get a weighted one, or I think the reason why hers is so much better is because it's super thick. Like it's really thick. Yeah. And so if you could get something like that, even something like that, that wasn't weighted, I think that could be super beneficial. Yeah. I'll try to link my exact brand in the show notes. If you are going to get one, you need to make sure you like calculate the weight of it effectively because you don't want to get one that is too heavy for the person. There's like a ratio involved that I don't remember, but I will put information in the show notes. (laughs) (laughs) So um, does anybody else have anything else to contribute to any of our categories or anything about games? I think it, you should at least try a lot of the games that we talked about because Definitely. you might find something that you really enjoy and something that you can really use to bond with uh, with your sighted friends. And I, it's, it's a really awesome experience to be able to do. Yes. So I think you just, just give it a shot. Huh, shot. I get it. <laughs> In basketball. I get it, yeah. But yeah, I agree. And I think, um, as always, like, try it, even if we didn't recommend it. Like, one time I tried playing dodgeball on trampolines at a trampoline <laughs> park. Awesome. And it, it it wasn't good, obviously. Right. But it was fun. I think uh, the thing to remember with just like games in general, you know, you don't have to be great at it. Like you're blind. No, no one's expecting you to win at dodgeball. Yeah. But don't let any of that stop you from having a good time and trying to play, you know, anything that your friends are playing or just, just be do what creative you enjoy. and modify it and yeah anything can be a good time if you're with the right people and you have the right attitude yes except maybe ninja (laughs) uh yeah ninja is just bad don't play ninja don't recommend oh and signs oh yeah i feel like that one is slow i science has more potential to be entertaining than ninja does though if you're trying to modify it i feel like no so yeah, but definitely try them and participate, even if you don't think it's going to be fully modifiable. So with yeah. all that being said, we have got to wrap this up because two of our team members have got to go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they have other obligations. <laughs> so um, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Challenge Solutions podcast. Please tell us your experiences with games in the comments on any of our platforms or send us an email via the contact form at challengesolutions.org. And also, if you've got a question or suggestions for future content, leave those in the comments or send us an email as well. We're really trying to grow our podcast audience, so please share our link with anyone you think could benefit from this episode. Share it with any PE coaches or parents in your life that need to know how to modify and include a blind student. We'd really, really appreciate that. And give us a shout out on social media if you don't mind. For more content like this, remember that you can subscribe to the Challenge Solutions blog, podcast, and YouTube channel. Thank you guys so much for listening and stay tuned for the blooper reel. It's going to be a good one this time, full of me screaming and people knocking on doors because it is (laughs) Fire Safety Inspection Day. I'm putting down the bottle all week and it hurts me. (laughs) By bottle, I mean coffee. you, You feel like you need caffeine, but it is not biologically necessary. Sometimes that's something I have to remind myself. (laughs) (laughs) Um. (laughs) Do you want to go to Caitlin to give you time to think, Macy? Yeah. Caitlin, what's the most inaccessible game you have played? That is too... (laughs) Obviously, (laughs) exaggerated recovery for Goose. That is more impressive than getting into a bucket. Um, It was pretty shocking, yeah. You should redo that. I can't. I can't. I haven't been caffeinated. I should get... I will get a Mountain Dew now. What time is it right now? Not 11.30. Wait, I don't think this is Mountain Dew. (gasps) Oh, it's a baby one! (laughs) That's not a real... I saw that on Yik Yak. That's not a real thing. It is. 
What? Who would do this? Oh man. This was just uh -oh. made. Maintenance. Right now? Other door, but coming to me soon. With fire alarms? Yes. Oh. Well, here I am alone again. Um, oh, I do have a question for the world in these uh, deep thoughts with Cole Phillips um, segment that is now going to be a semi-occasional thing. Do you think there are more wheels or doors in the world? I'll give you like five answers, or five answers, five seconds till I come up with your answer, and then I'll tell you what the actual answer is. It's wheels. It's definitely wheels. There's, because I honestly, truthfully, I'll come clean. I was a, uh, I was a door guy at first, but um, I now understand that uh, it's most definitely wheels. Because yes, there are lots of like, you know, buildings that have, that you would think have more doors than wheels. But if you really get into like the thick of it, like let's, let's take a skyscraper, for example, bunch of doors, right? But there's also a bunch of office chairs that have like, what, three, at least three wheels. Every desk drawer has wheels. That's how it like opens up. Um, anything with gears, doorknobs, those are wheels. So yeah, there's like definitely more wheels than there are doors. Not to mention, of course, tires and all of that jazz. Lego wheels. Ah, oh, hey buddy, you're gonna knock off all over the apple plant. Oh uh, no! <laughs> Aladdin going nuts. Oh. I think, we should, I think we should give her a second. I, I agree. I need to mute myself. That's oh, the There's a Labrador. Ah! <laughs> no! You can't sit in a chair with me! Oh, she wants to meet me at 11 o'clock. 